but The Rock is cooking. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll have to turn that way down. Look at the fucking decibel level on that. <laughs> fucking broke it. All right. In case I cut it, let's do a reset. But um, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode, I think we're on episode seven now of the Whiplash podcast. So now we're getting almost into double digits territory. And now today, uh, me and Chaz, my co-host for the time being until uh, until my... So I get paid more so I can hire a better co-host, uh, comes oh, in. <laughs> My co-host Chaz and I, we're back at it again, and today we actually have a very special guest, one of the uh, one of the older people that I've known in the car community, our longest, uh, I guess for the longest time period, you know, Alec of Lux Detailing is here today in our studio, just kidding, Nutrishop. Uh one of my oldest friends in the car community, even though he's probably one of the younger people in the car community, he's a straight hustler, straight OG. So uh, I guess uh, looking into those blue devil eyes, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Alec. The real OG? Yeah, yeah tell, tell the people who you are because, you know, everybody knows he has Lux Detailing. Who's the man behind the, the flag? So I'm the man behind Lux Detailing USA. Um, it's been many main names, but now it's... Lux Detailing USA and uh, started it about what, three years ago now we've known each other. I mean, we started about yeah. the same time we met. So, well, about, I've been in the community four years. Yeah, so I started, so, started about three, shortly after about three years ago. Um, and yeah, I'm just uh, the guy behind it made it, and there's a long story behind how we got to the point. Well, getting there. <laughs> so before you get into Lux Detailing, so you've been, you're kind of like a almost like a serial entrepreneur. I mean, you've had a number of businesses, but yeah, this been one the block. you've been around the block, not that kind of way, not the corner kind of yep, kitty gal, no, but never. Uh, I mean, granted, you look fantastic. You'd be great on a corner, but um, <laughs> you got the tits for it. Damn right, I do. We're working on that. Class A, <laughs> um, double D. Um, but that said. Um, so tell people, I mean, before you got into the car scene, I mean, you've done a lot of stuff and you do, you've had a little bit of tragedy when it comes to uh, certain businesses failing. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, just share what you want, man, and then we can kind of get into your passion for cars after the fact. Yeah. Well, we could start. Um, there's been up downs throughout my whole life, uh, but started my first company in fourth grade. Um, I hated school. I always hated school never was good at school um and then i kind of decided to find my own my own passions nice and close <laughs> um yeah so fourth grade is when i started everything and i started making hats for my friends and sell so, sold it to them um and then i went on from there i was really big into music at the time i was a drummer in the band for a while for about two years i was uh that young and i started music producing and then after that I got into my DJ career um, and I started a DJ company in fifth grade um, and I did that for a while through all my years up until about eighth grade and then I started a clothing company called What's Next it was any X without the T and it was all about what's your next goal what's your next ambition um, I ran that for two years and sold that and then did my DJ company through high school um, I was also, you know, selling on eBay. Um, so eBay is kind of where things got e a little e fucky. eBay got very tricky because I wasn't 18. You got to be 18 to be on eBay. <clears throat> right. Um, so I, I went super hardcore into eBay and online sales and learning about it. 
and I got down to drop shipping and all that stuff. So eBay was my big, big fail. I was like 16, um, and I sold, I think it was like 40, 50, 60K in like the first couple months of eBay um, in sales. And I was, I was so ecstatic because I'm like, I'm done with you're done with I'm yeah. done with life. You I, won, I, baby. I made it. But um, eBay found out about my wonderful experience, and they said, well, you're not old enough. So I pretty much had to give everything back, shut it all down. I was bad enough at eBay. I still can't sell to this day. Um, they haven't let me back on. I think they put me on like an eight, ten-year ban. Jesus. Um, to not come back on the platform. So basically, I lost all that, and I had to kind of start – for over again and I was like well I can't do any online sales I can't do anything so um, I kind of stopped all my online trying to be successful on there and that's kind of about that time that's when I started getting into cars um, I saw a video online about detailing on YouTube and it's, so before you get into that I mean yeah. were you do you have an underlying passion for cars? Like, as a kid, were you like, I like that Prius or some shit? Oh, yeah. Prius. Not a Prius. All right, all right. Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've always, well, I was first into uh, farming. I was a big into really? farming. Really? Okay. Yep. That's, that was, like, my passion for my She thinks your car. tractor's sexy. I have a sign in my bedroom that says that. <laughs> a full wooden sign that says that. Um, yeah, so for most of my childhood, it was all about farm equipment. Uh, that's all I played 24-7 was farm simulator. Uh, so I had a big interest in that. And then that, kind of from there, I got into, you know, I was a big into trucking, diesel trucks. Um, and then from there, I went on and kind of knowing about cars. And I've always been into cars. But for um, you, it was always like trucks. That's kind of like, I mean. Was, it was trucks and just equipment, machines, you know. That was that was my thing. It was just equipment, um, and that is it. Kind of transformed as I started seeing it. Um, really, the reason why I got into detailing was because I was like, I want to be around Lamborghinis. I want to be around nice cars. How do I get there? Because I've been, I went to car shows, you know, cars and coffee back then, um, and I was like, well, I kind of want to be around this stuff all the time. So that was my first. So around the material things, yeah. but then it kind of transitioned into this whole like being around successful people yeah and that, that that's the part i never really thought was gonna not come at first from it. Yeah. no i was like i wanted to see a lamborghini every <laughs> right that, that was my goal and you know i saw a video online about detailing and i was like and i looked it up and there was no mobile detailing companies really around no. us three years ago and i was like screw it i mean so, the only other person was like joey i think yeah he, yeah he's been doing it for 20 years for fucking but, ever yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I didn't see anyone around, you know, a shock area. I was like, try it out. So I, I, I took all the money in my bank account I had at that time. It was like two, three grand um, that I had. And I just went out and bought everything. Drained, right. Drained, yeah. my, drained my bank account and bought everything. My parents, my dad cussed me out about it. Cause they, he, they were livid, I'm sure. They, 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 were, they were like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I was like, well, I, I'm, I'm going to make it work somehow. Um, so yeah, I spent all my money, got all the equipment I needed to do a full functioning business, and you know somehow my big kind of break was it was I got into uh, Boyer Trucks. 
Um, so they're a huge dealership franchise here for semi trucks. Um, and that was kind of my big break. They called me. I was probably just like four weeks in the business. I just put up Google ads. Right. And they called me and I was like, sure. So I took home a 28 foot box truck to my house and decided to detail it in the middle of winter. Um, <laughs> and I just made it work. So that's kind of what started actually me seeing that there can be a good amount of success with it. Um, and then it just kind of started snowballing from there, which was pretty cool. Right, because I mean, I mean, it's like anything in a business. Like you know, as you develop uh, a name or you develop something, I mean, a reputation. You know, yeah. you got the cred. I mean, granted, you and I got off to a shaky start oh. for a little bit back in the team stance out days. Um, you know, for a while we just, I mean, we were kind of friends, but we didn't talk much for a yeah. while. But then you kind of got. I mean, we both got our shit together, oh, you yeah. know. Like we both had our ups and downs with our business, uh, respective businesses. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, we made the woman leave. All right. Um, <laughs> bye, Jessica. Um, but that said, you know, uh, like one of people who has high praise for you recently that told me uh, was uh, Ryan Wheeler. You know, because like you know, back in the day, something something, and then you really came back, did a bang up job recently, and now yeah. you know you're back in you know the good graces. So like. You have a way, especially based off of your recent, uh, basically what went down, uh, <laughs> some, something recently went down, let's just say that, uh, it was basically a, what, a miscommunication, a yeah. misinterpretation. Yeah, something. You know, something. some people would get on their heels, get defensive, and there, we've seen people in the car community oh. who just go off, pop off on Facebook and just rant. Uh, nice burp, Chess. <laughs> Sexy. Um, <laughs> you know, other other business owners, and you don't even know who I'm referring to. This yeah. isn't somebody. Well, yeah. you might, but, like, but, you know, some people don't know how to handle bad customers yeah. or bad uh, experiences or just miscommunications, and that's exactly. one thing that you've started to kick ass over the years is that you are like, all right, I fucked up. Here's how I fix it. Move forward. And I mean, you can kind of speak to that too. I mean, I don't think you've had many fuck ups in the, uh, in the NutriShop world yet. Have you Chess? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think, I mean, like I've had a couple like small things and it's all about just trying to make it right. Like, you know, just customer service. Yeah. You know, and as much as like, sometimes like, you know, it's, it's swallowing a pill too. It's like, it's obviously like in this world, in this industry, being a business entrepreneur and in the customer service realm, it's pretty much like, you know, the customer is right. Like, you know, we're wrong, even though like, well, the customer isn't you know, always right, though. I mean, no, you, no, yeah, that's, no, that's, no, that's, 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 that's what point, I'm trying to. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the customer may not always technically be right, but you know, the moral of it is like, you know, technically they're right. As you just, it's it's all about how you handle it and try to make it make it right, right make exactly. it better. Yep. You know, what, taking care of them and creating that repertoire, you know, with that customer to be, you know, having that lifelong relationship with them. Because if you go out of your way to do something better or make something right, I mean, the customers. That's gonna go a long ways because guess what? They're gonna tell their family, their friends, everybody. They're gonna be like, dude, yeah. Even though this dude slightly messed up on something, he went out of his way. He drove an hour to my place, fixed the situation, fixed the issue, aka or me and the NutriShop system. I messed up on somebody's order or miscommunicated a, 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 like a, a promo or a deal to someone. Like this is what happened just the other day. I miscommunicated a promo or a deal with him. We posted a our, our sale for the end of this month, the night before the actual sale started, but we didn't post a date. We posted like literally towards close. So like we didn't think anything of it. I didn't post it. I mean, I have social media person that helps me out with all of that. Uh, but we didn't put the date and a guy messages and said, Hey, oh man, I, you know, I spent money and I didn't get my free case of loud. 
and I was like, well, the sale technically starts tomorrow, you know, and then he said, well, it doesn't say that, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, crap, it doesn't, so I just said, hey, you know, I was like, yeah, technically the sale starts tomorrow, I did send out a text and an email, um, that, you know, with the dates on it, but I said, hey, you know what, you want a free case allowed, dude, I was like, hey, I'll send you, I'll send you one or two of them free shipping on my dime, I said, I'll send them all to you so you don't have to make the trip back here. And, you know, he said, hey, I appreciate that. You know, he didn't, he's like, that's fine. He goes, I was just, you know, I was just sharing, you know, my thoughts with you. Like, you know, like make sure, like, you know, he was like essentially just sharing the, like, make sure you put that on. Yeah. He, he's yeah. delivering it the nice way. The way that the customer probably reached out, I was like, Chaz, you fucking asshole. Where's my, <laughs> he probably just popped off into chat and Chaz is just trying to dumb it down for us a little bit and make it look like a nice experience. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, but that's yeah. like one of those situations where, you know, the customer kind of took it a little bit. Didn't really yeah. need to go there, and especially like how he worded it. I was kind of like, mm, I really wanted to just right. Like you could take yeah. it two ways. You could either you know take it as like, oh well, you know this guy's you know taking advantage of my mess up, or you could make that guy a happy customer who's gonna keep coming back at the end of yeah. the day. I mean, it's a small mess up too. It's not like it costs you that much for a case. No, you know. And I told him, I said, hey, next time, dude. I said, next time you're in, dude, I'll hook you up. I was like, you know, for the for the miscommunication. Yeah. He tells his happened. homies about it, like, oh, you know, he gave me you know a free case, you know, like. You know, whatever. You never know what that customer's going to talk about. The worst thing you could have, and my buddy Eric, he calls himself one of these because he's like, you know, I don't call people out for it sometimes. You know, I'm just a silent complainer. And that's the worst thing you could have is a silent complainer who, you know, you can't fix the situation. Because you don't know the situation. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just one of those things. It's like, all right, well, let me f- I mean, you can't fix something you don't know about. So, no. yeah, you know, if I you were. Had that. <laughs> exactly, right, exactly. exactly and sometimes situation. you have to dig. You, you, yeah. you know, it's not easy sometimes, but, you know. I don't know. I mean, granted, sometimes you do wish that people would come directly to you before making it public. But, I mean, you've been on the consumer side of things, too, you know. So, it's like, it goes both ways. Yeah. Especially being in service, the service-based business, it's way different. Um, You are just trying to make it everyone happy as possible, but also trying to keep yourself afloat. Yeah, because as many times over the years, there's been issue complaining you know just giving their money back just trying to make it happy and, and that's like, not sustainable either yeah i mean yeah, it can work no, sometimes yeah, but like, like like i've gotten to the point now where i i don't offer a refund anymore because there was a period of time where p where a group of guys they understood what they were doing they would you know I, i'd go detail for them and then they would you know point out little things complain yeah something. you know like i had to do it he threw a whole uh, shovel of dirt in his car and said you didn't do this and where where like it was to a point where it was like every single detail I had 10 details from this group every single one complained and they were just using it to get money back and I said you know what I'm not doing I'm like I'll, I'll reservice you yeah. but I'm not giving my your money back anymore because they were just doing it to try to get free services okay. um, I'll cut this part out uh, but I'm just I'm curious who is the group uh, they're not the car community. Oh, they're they, not? No, it was just a okay. group of guys that... You know, even for me, I actually have never given a refund in the community. I've never... Uh, all my photo shoots, I mean, even the ones that... I always feel like, uh, at least in my case, you know, the consumer is like, generally happy because it's like... Even my photo shoots where I'm like, eh, it didn't... Yeah. It wasn't, you know, lighting or whatever the, whatever the heck it is, you know. I've never really had to do a refund before. So that's yeah. kind of interesting, but in your case, where it's like, it's very visible. It's very well, like people know what a clear, what a clean car is and what isn't. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I, I was very scared to expand. Like, 
bring in people, hire people, because I, I am anal as hell about everything I do. But, um, yeah. And I, I, my quality is everything, so, like, I, I brought in a, a bunch of people to start detailing for me, and complaints went up crazy because... Well, you don't uh, have that quality control. Yeah, you don't have that quality, and, and it's hard, um... To Your grow, current guy's doing well, isn't he? Yeah, my current guy's doing very well. well that's he, what sucks in this in this day and age, where this world we're in right now, is to, to find reliable help. Yeah. For one, that's a going to be up to your standard, or b that wants to be up to your standard. Yeah, because you also have that you training know. period too. You yeah. know, you, you have to allow people to fuck up because otherwise, every single time you reset, you're back to step one. Yep. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like the guy now. He he. We're coming up on a year, and he just got to the point where he is the same point where I am. Right. About the guy that I met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My worker Mason. He, you know, he he's been awesome. Um, he's been super lawyer and done so much for me. But, you know, I I'm like I'm crazy over the top about anything. You know, mm-hmm. any little thing. Well, because it's your name on the line. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know, one one way I started trying to, um, different communicate was I try to have him look at his future because you know his mindset's you know I'm doing my job, get this done. I want to go home. But um, right. I I let I started letting them know I'm like you know if you I want you the same mindset I am because then you, the people you're gonna start working um, at people underneath you be right. the manager of those people and you need to be as detailed as I am give him that so, level of ownership and pride and, in his work and right when I had that talk with him I sat down took him down to dinner and I was like I just this is what we need to do and instantly he flipped his mind and he's like well I'm gonna be working towards that next goal to uh-huh. have that and that's that kind of what flipped it for him it turned him from an employee to kind of a leader which kind of flipped it but yeah it, it's hard now i've been trying to look for people for a while and yeah i'm trying to find someone that's motivated determined yep. um you know to be able to work as hard as like you do and bring up that standard i mean that's it's tough to find people like that i mean i'm in the fitness industry and trying to find someone like I, you know, I lost currently lost an employee, you know, and I want to find someone else, but it's at this point in time, you know, just trying to find someone that's going to fit the bill that you know has the knowledge, has the people skills, you know, it's not even necessarily I don't need a salesman. I need a yeah. knowledgeable, educated person that is is in the industry and has been a part of it for a long time, yeah. so they're able to give it back. No, no. you know, because that's what I'm all about with my industry is I'm about educating. I'm not about sitting here overselling you anything. That's not what I'm about. Like, yeah. you know, I want to educate you about what you need. Like, and I don't know everything, yeah. you know, but I try to be just like a detail-oriented yeah. on what we're trying to do. And we're trying to, you know, give a service to people and help them, you know, years with with, with, with vehicles and detailing, making sure their cars are, are, are perfect. Yeah. You know, when they, when it's much, it's 100% better when they, when you left it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's pretty much how I try to do it when I work with individuals in here. You know, I want to make sure that they feel better about themselves and motivated to you know strive towards where they want to be <clears throat> you've actually done a really good job of that because i've seen people like the people i bring in here too um the i kind of like try to take a mental imprint of like their face when they came in or their level of motivation and when they leave they're like all right fuck it i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna you know do do the do, 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 do. like you give, them a, you give them a blueprint or a game plan because a lot of people they also know what to do like all three of us here we know we got to go to the gym we, what we got to eat i'm eating a fucking cookie right now which goes against my goals 
but Welcome. it's called that your Friday night che- little cheat snack in the podcast. You know, it's, it's 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 that's another thing people don't understand is they feel like they can never ever enjoy something good. Dude, you need like, to yeah. cheat. Yeah, but it's like you know, everyone's want to enjoy it. You know, and indulge a little bit. It's like you know, but it's like don't make a week out of it. Make yeah. make one meal out of it. Uh, you know, a week or something like that. Enjoy it. Enjoy a little snack. Enjoy a bite of a cookie. Like it's it's all about moderation. Like have one cookie, not six. Yeah. And, so. Oh yeah. One thing that you like is like me and uh, Chaz, and I'm not sure about you. We listen to a uh, 75 Hard or not 75 Hard, Andy really Priscilla's yeah, um, yeah. podcast yeah. regularly. And I'm not sure how far into it you are, but basically, I think I've listened to like 12 episodes now. So they basically more. the 75 Hard program is you have the first 75 days or whatever, but then you have the following, you know, phases, right? So one of the phases, you basically have to take like a one month break between the phases. You cannot start the next phase until you take that one month break. Because basically what that does is, and I have a point with this, trust me, is you have to be able to turn that switch on and off, right? Mm-hmm. The same thing applies to a cheat meal. It's like, all right, I took this cheat meal, back to work. Same yep. thing applies to that, which I, I kind of want to do the full year of 75 hard this time because you want to be able to, the, the strength is actually being able to turn that switch on and off. So I don't know how we transition into fucking fitness and food, but it works. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it all goes together. I mean, our businesses and like things. I mean, man, we gotta be healthy. If it's, we pa- to. it's what we're passionate about. Yeah, if we want to continue to do what we're doing in life, you know, yeah, that's like. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being an entrepreneur is not exactly this easy lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, and well, it's like no, I've no, always no. had that mindset. Same as you in, in high school. I didn't really care for school. I was all about sports. You know, I did the bare minimum in school, so I was able to still to continue to play, and then had good enough grades. Like if I wanted to go play college. You know, which I had opportunities to go, but I ended up, you know, I threw that away just me being a dumb kid. But I've always had that business mindset growing up because I've always never, I've had jobs and worked for other people. They are always very, very short lived because I, for one, I do really, really, I'm not very great with um, um, authority. I do have a problem with authority. I truly do. And it's, it's like being told what to do and I'm very much like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to make my mistakes and learn from it and feel like how, how do I how can I come back from yeah. this how can I make it better how can I become better doing it and it's like I've made a lot of fuck ups in 10 yeah. years a lot yeah. you know this, this last year no this last probably three years of my life have probably been the best years of my life since I was a teenager playing sports and it's all been about just learning new things grinding it out what do I want to do in life for business you know I was back and forth saying do I want to do a car oriented business or do I want to do fitness? Cars, fitness. Car. I was bouncing back and forth, and I ended up coming to the realization: the fitness industry is where I'm at. Cars are my hobby and my and my enjoyment. You know, they're just like supplements. Yeah, to they're this. my stress yeah. relief of, yeah. from life. Where like the fitness industry is where I like to have my passion and work with people because I like helping people. I like I like bringing people to a new standard. Like I've worked with you in the store. I've worked with Harris the store. I've worked with a handful of the car community now, and I'm I'm hoping to expand that out this this summer. You know, I just continue to help the car community out, you know, health-wise. Like, it's, again, I don't know everything. Some people might have a better supplement out there. Some people might have a better take on nutrition. It's all different. I mean, not every single person is going to eat the same exact thing all the freaking time. Everybody's body's different and responds differently to different doses. I mean, it's, I don't know. The grind is always is always going, dude. It's, yeah. It never fucking stops. Being an <laughs> yeah. entrepreneur is never easy. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And, well. Yeah, I, I was the same way with you in high school. I didn't care for high school. No. Um, no, not one bit. You know, my, my teachers told my parents at conferences they can't listen to me because I would try to I'd sell them on my grade. Um, 
all the time. You know, I try. I I would try to do the bare minimum, but I, dude, I did but the same I tried to shit. fall in love with the. I I would make the teacher fall in love with me, so they'd understand. Like, yeah, like they liked your personality, they, they, right? I, I'm like, I'm like, I. You're not gonna grade me on my work in here. You're gonna grade me on who I am, and that's exactly how it was. All my team, my, my that takes me back. My English teacher was like, I can't talk to him because he'll sell me on a grade, even though he didn't do the work. Mm. Um, and it was it was always like you know, during class, all I did was do work, work online. You know, back then I was kind of more into stocks, and my English teacher shot my laptop, and I lost like a grand because I was in the middle of a trade and trying to. And you're like, what, and, and it was like, oh, what the hell? I I used to sell shoes all the time, and uh, history. After my history test, I took my history test, logged on, I bought a Supreme suitcase, <laughs> sold it. Ten minutes later, I made like six grand off of it. And I was like, I came home. So, like, my whole entire high school was just trying to get by, trying to, you know, a little here, a little there. Yeah, pretty much C minus, I'd, I'd, like, pay off my teachers, but not pay off my teachers. You know, my English teacher, a little Starbucks gift card in the morning before the test. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it was always like that, and I just, I never understood. Uh, same thing. I have a problem with authority, you know. I, I've only had two jobs in my life. One of them was Chick-fil-A. Um, I, I didn't make it past training day for three <laughs> hours. And the other time, I worked at Polo for five hours. And I left early because I told my manager to F off. And because I, I felt so limited, it was like, okay, I do this task. Well, what else am I going to do? No, you're just going to do this task for the rest of the day. I'm like, no, I I, I just quit. I was like, I that's not how I'm built. I no. got I got to go farther than that i'm not limited to well it's a misplaced authority too that's that's the other problem right because here's the thing if somebody has genuine authority like they actually like you respect them or whatever like you'll listen to like when Chaz tells me do this fucking lift i do this lift right or like jeff like he had this or did i say jeff yeah jeff like tells me like hey i can see you do this yeah but when you get somebody like a teacher or whatever half the time by the way here's something i've realized on tinder is oh, I'm so, no, <laughs> no I'm good. starting to see like you know these 23 24 year old chicks and they're teachers right like fifth grade teachers yep. second grade teachers and I'm like you're fucking teaching the future of this country and that's like, when you start to realize fucked. that's when you realize like as kids we didn't see this but as you get older you're like oh that's why I didn't see the authority because yeah. this person doesn't have any authority no. they went to school they half-assed it half the time in their tinder fucking profiles they're getting shit-faced in the first picture and i'm like really this is the person that's teaching our country so that's kind of why like when you have that misplaced authority whether it's at a job or whatever it's like dude you barely had to work to get to that position act your wage you know i mean don't get me wrong too in this day day and age too i mean i do think like teachers are underpaid oh for sure but the thing is is like imagine if like you know you if they weren't underpaid and like they were paid pretty well like we would probably get a lot more quality teachers. Well, there's a big exodus of teachers right now. I'm not sure if you saw this, but right now a ton of teachers are quitting to just go into corporate jobs. Yeah, because at this point, I mean, it's all about like, especially with how like the inflation of the world, you got to do more to make more money because guess what? Like, I think a lot more people are starting to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Like, guess what? Like, well, making money. Maybe we should have yeah. made the minimum wage, like whatever it is. It's pretty high compared to what it was when we were, well, well I'm older than all you guys, but yeah. when I was in high school, I mean, it was like seven bucks, six fifty. Yeah. I mean, it was... 
you know, 20 bucks went a long way when you were in high school. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, that would yeah. give me my whole gas for freaking damn near a week, week and a half or so, depending on where I was yeah. going. 20 bucks is like my lunch. Now. You know, we're now 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 20 bucks ain't shit. <laughs> no. I mean, really, I mean, now like $100 is basically the new 20. Yeah. Like, and like, guess what? Not everybody has a fucking 100 bucks just sitting on them anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just, we it became such me. a digital age and we're so, yeah, dude, I don't know. That's a whole other fucking topic yeah. and rant, but, oh, yeah. you know, it's like where we're heading, man, we're kind of, uh, we're kind of in trouble. In oh, my yeah. opinion, like yeah. unless, but I do think people are starting to wake up. Yeah, like they're starting to figure out. And I think, like, I mean, it is breeding a whole new era of entrepreneurs and yeah. what we can do to make more money. Because guess what? Everything is becoming more expensive. Yeah, you know, I mean, sure, like you know, I do like when I see some young kids in the gym, like trying to make videos and become famous on social media. But then again, like that is such a limited, saturated market right now. Oh, I got a rant here too. You know what I ready. mean? Like, it's just like, every, like every I hate, I get, yeah, I, I get the motivation. I, I appreciate that, but it's like, you know, try looking into other things too. Like, don't make that your one sole thing. Yeah. Because again, it is such a saturated thing to do right now. It's like, there's more out there. Like you're 17, 18 years old. Like peek around a little bit, study a little bit, research. What's, what's kind of big and I'm kind of, what's your passion? What do you want to get into? You know, like, I guess like what like what about you like what I mean what for, fully got you into detail like I mean you said like you want detailed Lamborghinis yeah, yeah. you that, know that, pretty much like you had that motivation I that that was my motivation and I got there and then I I realized kind of the bigger point of it was that um well I realized that a lot I've met a lot of crazy people um that can help me like. Grow so crazy much. in a good way. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, like you know, a lot of my clients, a lot of them are worth millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a dude who I see every single week, he's worth, you know, half a billion dollars. Yeah. And him and I, you know, I go to his house for steak on the weekend. And guess like, what? He probably looks like an average Joe. And he's an a- he's an average person. And I didn't realize getting into it. Now I'm all about it because like, um, there I have a you figure out you have a group of people that you can ask questions. I'm like, I never thought all my friends and people I hang out with were gonna be like, you know, 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, right, my friends are all older. I, I go out like, you know, they're 40, 50 year olds. And it, it, it was a good thing for me because kids my age, you know, they're all, all they're about is drinking and all that stuff. Yeah, drinking, partying. I, I, I've never drank in my life. I've never smoked in my life. I don't do drugs. I've never touched anything. Best thing I've only touched is church wine and that's it. Um, <laughs> that so, don't count. Yeah, Allegedly. yeah, I'm saying it's got a little bit of alcohol in it, and that's all I've ever touched. And I've just never been about it. And I've always been about my parents. I got an old soul because you know I'm only 20, and I I don't like hanging around people my age because they're just still no, I can't stand still, them. Just still not there yet. And so that's why I hang around with so many older people. But it's like it's it's crazy that the opportunities that it opens up. Um, and I never expected that from detailing and having that transition to now where, you know, I got a bunch of guys who can help me out with whatever questions. And it also helped me a lot because when I was hanging out with a lot of the younger guys, I, I still get this feeling that um, I'm behind. But then I see all my right. old, the older guys and I'm like, oh, my head. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant battle of oh, being like, I'm, yeah. I'm so behind in life. But then... I realize, you know, this guy is like, he's like 45 and he just made, you know, his first million. And I'm like, okay, there is, 
There's some there. I'm not behind, but I feel behind. Well, like people like Wheeler or like Jeff Storms, right? Like they tell us, or I don't know what they tell you, but they tell me, like, dude, I wish I knew, or I wish I was doing what you're doing at 22 or 20 or whatever. Yeah, they all say that they're like, if we, if I was the same age as you right now, we would not be friends. We would not be doing the same thing. Right. They're like, I was in this. You know, I I know know Ryan and all that stuff, and probably you can attest to that. It's like, it's it's a whole different thing back then. Cause like you, uh, you well, Chaz, you kind of turned your life around. I mean, how old were you when you started like going away from your frat boy days? Um, <laughs> That's what we'll call it, <laughs> frat boy like, days. I was about twenty three, twenty four. So a couple years on me you and know, Alec. Yeah. So like not, you know, I I just I just kind of woke up, you know, because like my old man, he's he's a, uh, you know, was a lifelong you know for the, for the time being. You know, he grant he got sober at about forty four, and. I just kind of opened my eyes to that. I was looking at that, and I was like, I do not want to be the same fucking age, doing the same shit he was doing, getting in trouble at 44 years old. Like, I, I'm like, that is such a wasted life, you know, wasted time. So it's... Well, I mean, 44, I mean, at least he figured it out then, not No, later. for sure, and I'm, I'm happy that he's doing well now. I really am. It's just a matter of, you know, I just didn't want to waste another 20 years doing jack shit messing yeah. up fucking off right you know so i just woke up and i was just like all right man what can i do i mean granted like I, some of some of the motivators i've had in life for like not I me mean, a lot of but the biggest one i had is my mom like she is your mom's fucking she awesome has always pushed me to do something better she she raised me really really well she taught me well you know she taught me work ethic she taught me all the all the really good life skills you know and it's a matter of i was just such a young kind of rebellious kid i just kind of put him on the back burner i was like well at least i know about it but I'm still going to kind of like go experience and go see what happens. And she would let me do it. You know, like she'd let me fall on my face. You know, and then she would say, yeah. well, I told you so. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. So, I mean, you know, it just eventually just turned around and I don't know. Then all of a sudden I just wanted to get into business. I wanted to start doing my own thing. And you started like the things started clicking together. I mean, it's not like it was all at once. But no, no. One I mean, step like, at a time. Yeah. You know, my first business was I, uh, I bought into a gym, you know, and I did believe in it at the, at the first, at the time. But, you know, it was more or less just to, get my feet wet and see like how the business realm is yeah. you know and after that it was more or less it became kind of an addiction like I loved doing it I loved what I was doing but you know at that point I bought it with partners and those it wasn't a good idea to do partners and I, I don't it didn't think, work out yeah. no and and now much more I'm much again I learned a lot from that experience now I'm smarter you know I'm ahead of I'm ahead of the game again and trying to figure out things more now with like running a supplement shop you know and my goal is I want three of these in Minnesota and then I want to expand to more stuff I want to do other things like whether it's stuff with cars or it's more in the fitness maybe I'll open another gym maybe who knows it's just that's the thing and that's one of my big goals with this podcast as I've told a lot of people it's like you know, do I plan on making money off the podcast? No. What I'm using this podcast for is again to get these kinds of conversations, put this energy kind of out there. You never know who we'll have on in the future. You never know, you know, so who's going to listen to this and be like, "All right, I'm going to go try this Lux guy, see if he fucks it up." Uh, and then, you know, that could be your next big client. I mean, you never know. I mean, my goal with this, and I'm going to manifest this right now. I do want to get to a billion listens one day across all platforms. You know, I want to get to that point. Like what's real AF at? No clue, don't care. I, I'm not even comparing myself. Yeah, I mean, that, I think, that's where I, I want to get. I think they're, they're at millions. They're yeah. probably at billions by yeah, now. I mean, I mean with all they, the episodes and regular listeners. You know, and especially with that's honestly like is also something that's been actually helping my mindset 
Dude, um, it fires you up. Like, you know, episode it, 237. It really makes, well, it also makes you just think. Like, it's like, granted, I'm not big into politics and shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I honestly, I just, I just want to live my life and do my thing. But I know, I know I'm, granted, I'm sure there's people out there who say, you should kind of care. You know, you should care a little bit. <laughs> you know, and I, I know I should, but it's like, more or less, like, that just, that's added stress that I just don't really, yeah. I just need. I don't, yeah. I don't need it. You know, it's yeah, like, you, you know you what? Know. It's pretty much like at the end of the Spark day. Spark a doobie on a beach, big boy. We go back to freaking the, the, the Stone Ages where all of a sudden technology blows up in our face and shit goes, all, goes around. And like, at least, hey, guess what? I grew up freaking fishing, hunting. I know how to do all that stuff. Like, I'll, I could live on my own if I really fucking have. If I had to downsize everything, sell everything, move, and like just get the fuck out of here, I know at least I know I could. Right. Because I was taught those yeah. values and, and ethics growing up. So I think that's maybe why I don't really give a shit what's going on because I'm just trying to enjoy life. But then again, it's also like other people just, man, they're way too fucking into it. And it Some is people not, get consumed by it. Like, oh I mean, you've my. seen the Facebook. I mean, I'm not sure. You're not on Facebook as much as like, I'm sure Jessica's much more on Facebook. She's and probably on it right things, now. Probably. But some of these people, you know, they, I mean, they dedicate their lives to arguing. Oh. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. Like, or you know. Fact checking. Oh Fuck. Oh, God. Right, like, I mean, for example, like, uh, I won't say who it is, I'm sure some people will know, but they'll literally pull up statistics, start blagging, I'm like, dude, how much time did you spend pulling up those statistics? I know you're busy, I know you have better things to do, why are we arguing on Facebook? You're not going to prove a point to somebody on social media, you're not going to change anyone's mind. No. You know, nobody's going to listen to this podcast and be like, wait, 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 here's what I believe, you know, because of, you know, I mean, granted, with uh, Andy Frasilla's podcast, it didn't really... Make me believe anything in particular. It just kind of unlocked the side of me that I didn't know I had. Yeah. But you're never going to change anyone's mind on social media. And that's, no. you know, you know, whether it's business or politics. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. Uh, you need to have that person in front of you and have an actual adult conversation mm-hmm. or you're just wasting time. That's another thing, too. Like, people don't do it, though. No. No. You know, keyboard warrior. Nobody wants to actually just have, like, a legit conversation. Like, if your opinions don't match, okay, cool. You talked it out. You came to an agreement. Boom. Yeah. Move the fuck on. Right. I mean, that's pretty oh, much yeah. what, like, what happened to me. Like, that's the shit that we used to do when we were growing up. Like, you didn't, you didn't agree on shit. A, you either fist fought it out afterwards, you hugged, and you were like, all right, cool, we're good. Yeah. Or B, you know, you actually talked it out and maybe yelled at each other, cussed each other, whatever, and also you eventually came to an agreement. You're like, all right, cool, we're good. It's kind of a crazy. Which no though. one does anymore. No one yeah. fucking does that anymore. No. It's, it's, it's either this way or that way. Social no media one. pettiness and that Just kind of that. Yeah. And Minnesota kind of has this on, like, like, I've heard people from out of state talk about Minnesota's car scene. And they're like, man, you guys got crazy over there. Because one thing that this person pointed out, I think it was, his name's Kevin. Uh, but anyways, uh, he pointed out, like, you know, I think it's Facebook. Because, you know, or the winter, right? Because everybody's cooped up. They build up this resentment over the winter. And then they see each other at car meets. And then, you know, it's just, you know, shit talking throughout the season. And it's just this cycle. So it might be the cold weather. But I'm telling you, man, social media is, uh, it can be a little problematic. Like, the amount of times I want to pop off on someone on Facebook, like, I've literally typed things out before, and I'm just like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Delete. Oh, dude, all the fucking time. Like, I mean, <laughs> granted, I don't type it out, but, like, I'll read it. I'm like, God. You just want to pop off, yeah. I'm like, I just want to say something. I'm like, but, like, you know what? I'm like, mm. I was like, it's not worth it's not worth my time. It's like, it's not worth the effort, the stress. Like, who gives a fuck? Well, because then I'll be back in a half hour, and I'll be like, all right, did he respond? Did he respond? Oh, I'm going to get him so good with this. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just back and forth, dude. Fuck that oh, shit. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just not worth it. But uh, to get back on to Alec, our beautiful guest right here. I'd like to know what kind of car he wants to buy. That's uh, literally what I was going to say. We're know, the same that's, way, that's like, what's your goal car you want to get? Where are we getting? I, what are we cruising with? Well, I don't know. Um, well, I want a truck first. I want my dream truck first. What's your dream truck? Well, see, the issue, obviously, with being an entrepreneur um, 
there's been many times over this past couple years where I could have bought something and oh then yeah, shit goes south. Yeah, to go I'm south like, or reinvest. Gotta, gotta go do this again. You know. Yeah. You know, at the start, like six months ago, I was ready to you know buy. I I had all the cash ready to buy it. I think I want. I had a Hellcat ready to go. I was like, I'm gonna buy it, and then, boop. You know, this 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 happened and gone. Well, I gotta so, say though too, that's why that was that's also makes you ahead of your time because you're smart. You don't make super impulse decisions. I wish well, more people I, are each had that. I, I, I make impulse decisions on little stuff, not on like little that stuff, stuff, but not large purchases yeah. where it's gonna set you back like a son of a bitch. Yeah, like a year like, or two like or three. I've been there where I've you know I've when I first started making a crap ton in detail and I, was, I spent it all and I was like okay I need to rethink of what <laughs> he's I'm like doing. we're gonna go try that tongue girl shit yeah, I, I, I'm like I'm like you know when I actually started making tongue with him I was like oh let's go do this this and I'm like dude I'm not I didn't make any where's all my money at yeah so well yeah that reality's so, hit me recently yeah back, back to uh, the car thing I do I want to build my truck first before I get a, a car so the truck I have now I want to sell it um, and I want to get a Ram 3500 diesel, but I want to like fully build it, you know, get it at a thousand horsepower, do an inch lift on 40s by 14 wide tires, like a full, not SEMA build, because I hate the look of those trucks. Well, they're also not as functional a, a more either. more conservative build. Like, I take my truck off-roading like at least once a week, and I go uh. hard. Like, I'll, I don't, I don't know how nothing's broken on that truck. Yeah. But... <laughs> But after that, you know, I'm kind of, I still want a Hellcat. I still do. Hellcat's just kind of like. I want a wide body Hellcat because I'm a muscle guy. But I also, I would want a C7 Z06. Okay. I don't want a C8, but I want C7 Z06. Dudes, I mean, as much as I like the the C8 Z06 pretty cool, but there's just something about the C7. It's much more raw. I think they look so much more mean. Yeah. It's a more of a raw car. Like, I mean, people say the C7 because the C6 is so much more analog or analog to Technic. Yeah. I don't really see that. I mean, granted, I'm coming from an M5 to yeah. the, when I drive the VET. Tech, I mean, I almost feel like the VET, to me, is more analog yeah. than, it is, <laughs> than it is technology yeah. like the M5. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, I, I, can get, see that. I get a lot more enjoyment out of the C7 truly driving it than the M5. M5 is great and all, but... This, there's just something about the Z06 that is when you drive it and get it going and shifting the gear, it's just, it's more. Uh, Makes you feel tingly. It's more rewarding. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I mean, like, you know, I don't know if you're going to get a manual or an auto, but I mean, either way, if you get a Z06, you're going to have a hell of a fun time driving it. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I used to be big on, like, you know, I want a Lamborghini, I want this, I want, you know. And of all, course you still all do. The high end. But, like, not as much anymore because right. for a while there. So, when I first started, I had a lot of good clients who let me take their cars out. Yeah. A lot. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. like, for for the first year I was actually in business, you know, people let me drive, like, Aventadors, Ferraris. You know, I, I had, like... Cheap cars. I, I had too much uh, that was given to me. And, you know, I got a speeding ticket two years ago that was, you know, still trying to get the court on um <laughs> but like a- after driving crazy for that time i'm like i don't need anything like too crazy like you kind of get it out of your system yeah, a little bit. I-, I did get out of my system i'm like you know i just i want a bass truck a muscle car and you know i'd rather go buy a boat or side by sides atvs than a lamborghini i still want one but i mean yeah, yeah. everybody wants the lamborghini it's just one of those like checkbox things yeah 
Well, yeah, I'm but like, you're a I'm vagina. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't need to go 180 miles an hour anymore. Like, you know, I bet I've been speeding over 100 in Mexico, naturally. Yes, yeah, of in course. Mexico, and you know, I got a. Yeah, that's a fucking cut that, by the way, because yeah, that's shush. admitting to the crime. Well, shush. allegedly. Um, yeah, allegedly. That's why I fucking cut it in Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico, yeah, I know. But yeah, so. Well, because now then, you know, it, it can impact the business, and I'm not going right. to be able to dry. You know, it's, up, it's up in the air, and now I'm like, okay. There's more risk associated now with it. Now that I'm this far, this is sending me back. So I don't I don't have that need for speed like I did. And I was, you know, dumb and reckless, and this is the first time I got cars. and But, like, now I'm like, that's why I bought a truck, because I only go, like, 80 miles an hour in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go off-roading than go crazy speeds. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I mean, you, everybody has their... I mean, I, I mentioned this on the podcast before because, again, I, I'm always going to reference Real AF, but, you know, one thing that Andy me- mentions is that you have to look at cars as experiences. You don't do it for collection. No. You know, for me, like, I see a Miata as an awesome experience. I see a Donk as an experience. I want a Donk. I want a Donk more than anything. I don't think you guys understand how much I want a Donk. Fuck you and your Donk. Yeah. You don't Please, but I also want an F12 Berlinetta. I'm not a diehard Ferrari fan. You know, Lamborghini always has my heart, but something about oh, the F12 12? and the rawness, yeah. you know, it's all about those different experiences. So that's kind of why I just kind of look at it as, like, I want... The experience is not the cars. So yeah. if I have a 30-car collection, you bet your ass it's not going to be just exotics and oh, Bugattis. Yeah. You know, but again, you know, uh, the, the look on people's face when they see a donk, it's a different look than when they see a Bugatti. Yeah. You know, it, it's oh, a different yeah. type of fun. Like, a Bugatti's like, oh, wow, this guy's bougie baller dickhead. Donk is like, this guy's got no taste. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laughing. I would put a SpongeBob wrap on that thing. Have you ever seen a Charger with a SpongeBob yeah, wrap? Yeah, I, I would do that. Because I, I, it makes people smile, but also it's just kind of like, I can't believe I'm driving this thing right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. But it's also like when I've driven Alex's uh, Chrome Aventador when he had that. Yeah. Like, you've driven it too. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't believe I'm driving this. It's kind of like a same feeling. So it's like... Yeah, it is. It's, just, weird, it's a weird feeling. It's, it, it's comparable to a donk with a SpongeBob wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think another thing, like, where I don't really want that crazy stuff anymore, because I'm around it all the time. So, like... Right. Unlike you, you don't get to see it all the time. Like, I get to see... Uh, you see it more than I do I, now. I get to see one at least once a week, and I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, yeah, big, I mean, big deal now. Right, me. and granted, in the car scene, you know, me being the photographer, I still do. I mean, I think you're even more diluted than me, but I get what you're talking about. It's like, all right, like people will freak out over like arrows, Huracan. I'll be like, yeah. I still respect it, you know. You know, yeah. a lot, I, I know what it means because a lot of kids will never see a Lamborghini in their life. Yeah. yeah. But also, when I, you know, I'm also like, all right, this is my buddy Arrow versus this is the dude with the Huracan. Yeah. That's kind of how it, I start it, seeing it. It transform from, oh my God, that's, you know, Alex's Aventador to. Hey, that's just out. Or like Terry, for example, yeah. a recent guest on the podcast. Uh, I remember, like, I was like, "Oh, dude, I can't wait to meet that dude with the Chrome NSX." Yeah. And you know, the other day I was helping his uh, helping his kids out with uh, a homework assignment or whatever. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of interesting to see how like you you're materialistic. You look at this like, "Oh, I want to know the dude with the Bugatti," and you're like, "All right, I'm going fishing with him. Fuck it," you know. Yeah. Like, so it's just kind of weird how like you turn those business relationships into. Like, full-blown friendships. I oh, mean, yeah. me and Chaz here, right? Like, I met you a couple of years ago when you had the Supra or whatever. I started coming in here. Well, well, I mean, what was our first business transaction, I suppose? You sponsoring? Yeah, you know, pretty and, much. And then we started becoming, like, really good friends in the last month. Like, we work out all the time. Jessica's in the bathroom now. we got to point that out, of course. Taking um, a shit. Probably. Uh, stank at the whole goddamn store up, damn it. Um, but... <laughs> 
but no, it's kind of weird. Like I, I notice this every single time when like my friends, like my business friendships turn into actual friendships. Yeah. You know, I started like I was like, all right, you know, I took Chaz's money, his hard-earned money, but then uh, you know, I kind of pay it back. You know, I spend a shit ton at his shop, whatever. Now we're just kind of buddies supporting each other's business. Yeah, and that yeah. happens more and more as you get involved. You know, and a lot of people our age just don't see that. I try to explain it like, why are most of my friends five, ten? 20, 30 years older than me. And they're just like, come on, let's go drinking. Let's get some drinks. Let's go up to, you know, wherever. And it's like, well, that's great, but I'd rather, you know, get over here. Like, tomorrow I'm going to go hang out with Jeff. Yeah. And we're going to go talk about our plans for this summer for our supercar cruise. I'd rather do that than go get shit-faced talking about gossip, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dumb shit, and then maybe you remember what happened the next day. How do you, uh, how does this affect me? How do, where's the value in this conversation? You know, because again, here we're, we're having fun. We're munching on cookies, getting some serious germs over that cookie on that counter, building that immune system up. It's just my germs. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe. But, you know, I, I for me, it's like I either want to leave educated or happy, or both, ideally. You know, yeah. like every conversation, I just want to have some sort of value and I have to say this day wasn't wasted. If I go drinking and, you know, on some bullshit cruise, you know, that's like kind of fun, but not really, eh. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a day wasted. Yeah. Yeah, too, too many kids our age, like, around us, they, they just don't see that. Like, like my, my worker, he, he's, like, when, when we first came in here with your shop, he was like, holy shit. He's like, I, you know, I go into shops and they just want to sell me. And he's like, I've never had an experience like that. And, like, Jazz does have a unique experience. I, like, I was blown away when I first came in here. I was like, this is the first time someone's actually, like, talked to me. They care about you. And understand, like, the same way. And like you know, they, yeah, they they don't see how like a network can change your life because like there's many of my clients that are like oh you know I do this 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 and they teach me about this and real estate and I'm like there's so many crazy things that you can learn just by having that group of people uh-huh. but exactly that, that's why they say your five closest friend is where you're gonna be in life or who you hang around with is where you're going to be. You're the average of the five people you hang around the most. Yeah. Yeah, like, again, like, I've been... That's true. It's so friggin' true, man, because I know when I was hanging around, like, in the last few months when I was hanging around uh, people who don't have the same direction as me, I'm like, well, man, I'm kind of falling off the wagon here. And when I caught that, I mean, you've seen me these last two, three weeks. I am hustling. I mean, Chaz has gotten, you know, heard a lot of my bitching or just kind of, like, what I'm working on. (laughs) Um... So, I mean, wow. you, you can tell I'm back in my A game. I'm crushing at the gym. I got, I mean, I was bleeding all over the gym today, you know, because I, uh, I, dude, I'm coming for everything. I am coming for every single thing that people laughed at. I remember telling people I was going to be a billionaire in middle school when they put pudding on my fucking hair. Uh, I know exactly who the fuck it was, and I know they tried to play it off as a joke all these years later, but, dude, I, that set me off, you know. Uh, that's another story for another day, but, <laughs> but that said, you know, like, Ideally, I will live another 40 years at least. I mean, a lot of people live to 60 and then they croak or whatever. Um, you never know what can happen. <laughs> but my point being here is is you have 40 years. You're telling me you cannot find success in 40 fucking years? How much success have me and Alec found in the last two? And we're just getting started. How much have you found in six months in the shop? You know, people don't understand that once you set – you have to give yourself permission to succeed. Because when you hold yourself back, when you're like, well, I can't do it because of this. My my heart does this. You know, I can't run. Okay, then fucking walk. Yeah. Do a brisk walk. Eat a fucking apple. They'll find anything <laughs> I mean, to set them back besides doing that. And listen, I, I was making excuses all yeah. throughout 
December and January, like, oh, poor me, victim. And I mean, I still did a lot of work uh, to keep kicking ass. You know, a lot of people were impressed that I actually was able to keep moving forward. But you have to be able to just fucking fire, fire yourself up. Nice stutter. Yep. So that's my well, side. you also got to give yourself permission to fail. And to fail. Like, guess, like the cheat meal thing we yeah, said. Yeah, because guess what? I mean, like, you know, give yourself permission to fail because sometimes your greatest success is going to come from your failures. Yeah. You know, it's not about, like, all of a sudden going to that mopey, poor me fucking attitude. Like, I fucking suck. It's more or less like, okay, I fucked up. All right. Now what the fuck do I well, do? Well, I saw a perfect fucking meme yesterday, right? Uh, successful people, they will fail until they win. Yep, people yep. who will lose every single time, they will win until they lose. Yeah. Yep. You have to be able to, you, the worst things, and dude, I could see that I'm getting amped up because I'm literally looking at the audio <laughs> levels on the podcast. <laughs> <I just> go, <laughs> <laughs> because my energy is just kicking in. I get fired yeah. up like this. It's it. I don't know, man. This is just kind of the uh, the energy that you have to bring at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to be at seven thousand RPM all the time. No. All right, that's fine. Drop into second gear coast a little bit but you're still moving forward don't ever go into reverse in life yeah. that's that's kind of like I guess <laughs> where I can stop talking I mean I don't know what do you, uh, am I crazy here no 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 hell no dude I don't mean any, any movement forward is moving forward like yeah it's that, compounding interest that's a minute by a, t- a minute like you only taking it a little that's like, fine I mean fuck if you're fucking crawling and you're going forward guess what you're still moving forward you're still going somewhere yeah it doesn't matter. You're not. You don't have to fucking sprint. Like if no. anything, I'm fucking crawling right now with what I'm doing in life. I am crawling. You can't always be sprinting. I get no, that. Yeah. Because I notice when I try to do things too fast and do too much, that's when more more and more fuck ups come, and then I have to like yeah. take a seat back and like, okay, hold on. But sometimes you need that. Like like for example, again, I'm gonna use a gym reference, but like for example, today Jeff is like, stop thinking, just do it. And when I stopped thinking, when I stopped overthinking yeah. it, you know. I was able to kick some ass. So sometimes you just have to dive in and do something, but other times you got to take the calm, calculated approach. You have to be able to see that, I guess, over time. Well, yeah, too. That's like that's why I fucking love Jess. I mean, even though she's as she leaves now, the store, he tells. <laughs> but dude, I mean, like she, like I'll get into my moment sometime where, like, where you know, like I'm kind of like, hey, going a little bit fast, and I'm just trying to do do a lot, do a lot, and she's like, hey, just chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like she'll flat out just tell me, like, chill the fuck out. It'll be okay. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'll sit back and like. Yep, you're right. Yep. You know, because I'll, I'll take a little moment of reflection. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? We've had a good blah, blah, blah. And like, okay, all right, you know, sure, flow today. doesn't matter. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You know, I always got to quit thinking like, you know, I have to do so much in a day. You know, my goal is I have a bare minimum in a day that I have to, <laughs> that I have to do here. And if I hit that bare minimum, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. I, if, it, if it exceeds above my bare minimum of what my goal was for the day, great. That's, that's a fucking perk. That's a plus. I go home happy, feeling even better. You know, I mean, sure, Nick, if I do get a day where I don't hit my goal, guess what my goal, that's what my thought is, that what am I going to do the next day to be able to do better? What can I do to market a little bit better? What can I do? Who can I reach out a little bit more to, you know? Exactly. What yeah. gyms can I give a call to see if they want to schedule a pro? It's like, it's more or less like even if I don't hit a goal for the day, I figure out what the fuck I can do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. And as long as you just keep yourself accountable. Like, for example, I had four things I had, or five things I had to do today. I only did four. All right, well, I failed at that. Doesn't matter. Move forward. Stay with the same five for tomorrow. Just keep moving forward. You know, that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. I mean, you see this in your detailing all the yeah. time. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Some days you're just like, well, do I get another detail in or do I, you know, go fuck off? And sometimes you got you have to have those fuck off days too. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah there's many times, you know, there's plenty of times where, like, I'll, I'll have a full day set and then, you know, 
shit goes south, everyone cancels. I love how many times you tell me no. I actually really appreciate the fuck <laughs> out of that. Because sometimes I'll call Alec, like, hey, let's go do this, or let's, uh, can you give me schedule for this, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love when people are able to tell me no. That's a habit I'm trying to get into right now. But you say no like a motherfucker. I love it. I, it <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll push myself as hard as I can. Like, you know, I there's... All the time, I do this all the time where, like, I'll squeeze in as many people as I can in a day where I'm working till, like, 3 a.m. and I have to get up at 6. Like, I, yeah. just, like, I, I do it all the time because I'm like, I need to do it and I have su- such high ex- expectations um, for the work. I'm like, I just need to get it in. I, I It's just, it's a blessing, but, like... Oh, it's a curse all, sometimes, too. It is, it's a curse. <laughs> Some days but, you like, wake up, you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I've had so many of those days. But, yeah, I, I fall suit to that where it's like, you know, I've had details where everything shuts off that day, and I'm like, I do exactly what Chaz does. Okay, I'm researching, learning, how can I change marketing, how like can the I tent. do this? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm just going crazy. Exactly. Like, this year, I my detailing slowed super down and my employee because you know having an employee you're very accountable you're like i need to it's more like i need to make sure he is you know making money that's a great mentality to have like when when someone's relying on you and relying on their life on your business it gives you such a hard you have to work even harder because you're not working just for yourself anymore no i'm like i'm like like i i give him raises i try to do as much as i can for him because i'm like you know he's working for me he's working his ass off i'm accountable to him and it's an awesome thing to have but yeah it's been that's why i started tinting because i was like you know for a while i was just gonna have someone do it for me and i was like i couldn't find anyone to do it so i just said screw it, i'm gonna pay a thousand bucks learn it and just throw myself into it and yeah it, it saved me now we're freaking crazy and now i didn't know that it was gonna get me to a point where i have to hire a whole nother team because right. I'm as busy as tinting as I am as detailing in the summertime. This summer's going to get wild so, for you. Yeah. So, like, I, it, it's a crazy movement, and, you know, that's what that's what's awesome because not a lot of people have that where it's like, okay, I like, normal worker, oh, I got the day off. Okay, I'm going to go chill. I'm going to play Xbox. I'm going to do whatever. No. And not, not everyone has that. It's like, it's like if I'm not working, I, I'm working. I'm learning. If I'm not working, I'm learning. And yeah. Like, that, that that's what I do. I'm watching YouTube, trying to figure out marketing strategies, and you got to force days off too. I'm sure. Like for your birthday, for example, you kind of forced yourself to go to Top Golf. I, I bet I still worked on my birthday. Yeah, you still did some work. Yeah, exactly. But like th- this year, I told everyone in my family around me. Uh, I was even my girlfriend. I was like, I was like, the only day I'll take off is our anniversary, and that's it. I was like, yeah, every, it's game time, every, baby. Every other day is off limits. I'm like, you know, I'm like last year I just kind of coasted, and I'm like, you know. I got, I got, you know, 20 details this week. I'm going to get through this week. But I didn't really look through what's what's the next step, what's the next step, what's the next step. And that's what I'm kind of doing this year because I'm like, you know, I need to – you got to have a pivot year. And that's why I said, you know, I'm going to work whenever. And yeah. if I don't see you for two weeks, if I don't do whatever, <laughs> you know, we're, we'll make it work. And that's just kind of yeah. how I've been this year. Well, let, let's kind of find a way to kind of – close this up like give another 510 here yeah. but uh i mean that's a good point to hustle and the grind but more so i mean what do you do to take those days off what is that reflection because i know you're not going to take one day off this year you'd be a maniac nobody has that level of energy maybe half days i do half days every once yeah. in a while you know like all right i coasted this morning i gotta edit a 
thousand photos. Yeah. You know, what are some things that you also do? I mean, do you do any reflection? Like, you know, here's where I've where I've what I've done. Here's where I am now. Here's where I'm going. Oh, all, all the time. All the time. Yeah, I I, I kind of keep it as okay. I started setting a lot of small goals, small small goals. Just like okay, I need to get these things done today. Like even on my days off, I'm still working. It's it it's a never ending mind. Oh, you're always, your brain's always working. You're always yeah. like if I if I'm on my day off, I'm texting customers, trying to figure out, post stuff, and it's like it's never ending. And a lot of people don't understand that of being a business owner is. You never know when your next paycheck's like, or when your next phone call is. Yeah, like, hey, can you get me in? Phone call. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I got bills, and I'm like, I think people are going to call. I got ads out there. I think people are going to call, but I don't know. You right. Know? That's me you with know, my advertisements yeah, right now. Yeah, it's like, it's like many times guys don't realize. I'm like, you know, I can make ten grand in one week, but the next week I might only make one. Yeah. Right. I'm like, but they they don't see that. You know, a lot of. Well, especially like me and my ex- my expenses, it's like the timing of when my deposits come in versus when my like I have to front load a lot of my expenses. Yeah. Like I told my mom, um, she's like, "Oh, you have plenty in your bank account." I'm like, "Yeah, that might be gone tomorrow." Yeah. Like every single dollar. She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "It's the business," and you know, she doesn't fully understand what yeah. I'm doing. My dad doesn't either too much, but I'm just like, "Listen, I might need to get a loan." Yeah. To make this fucking happen, whether it's that, that's borrowing money for someone or what, well, but either a loan or finding an investor, I mean, or an investor, and that's another option I'm exploring, you know. But uh, one thing I was gonna say is like, you never know when duty calls. Like, I just got a text message from someone saying, "Hey, you want to fly across the country on Tuesday to pick up a car?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, f- ooh, how am I gonna make this one work?" You know, you, then something flips in your brain. You're like, "I need to go. Yeah. It's go time." Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. You never know, especially with detailing. Like I just, I just had a hiccup where you know some random mishap happened, and it was a two thousand dollar damage. And it's like you know, is that the day you had to leave early for my place? Yeah. Yep, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because I had to leave Chaz's because you know I, I had a guy that accidentally burned a hole in a headliner on a BMW with, uh-huh. a, heat, with a heat gun, and I was like. Uh oh! I was like, oh, okay, I got, I got. Was that an M5? Was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a 335i. But, um, I, you know, you never, he, like, my employee, he's like, he's like, dude, you make so much money. I'm like, well, no, I, not, not as much as you think. I'm like, I know you see the, the sales and everything, but I'm like, you don't see the cost. I'm like, yeah, I'm I, like, you don't see the cost. Dude, the like, cost, the expenses, the insurance, the fuck ups. I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, you just fucked up and cost me 2,500 bucks. I'm like. I'm like you're still getting your paycheck, but I have to take out of that and pay that. Right. Like, hey, I have to cut my paycheck yeah. to cover that to make sure. I'm, I'm like, there's many times where he's. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't get paid all the time. I'm like, you no. know, the, some people don't get that. Yeah. No. Swallow up quick and. Dude, you know what my paycheck is? If I ever get cash in the till, that's my fucking paycheck because yeah. the rest of it goes all into my account or goes into my expenses or goes to pay my make sure my employees are paid. Like I, I come last. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you're the same way. Like yeah. we come last. Yeah. We don't. People think like I think that's another like that's another misconstrued thing about entrepreneurship. Like they think like I'm that's make, a big I'm fucking word. I can't money, say that one. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they're like, they're like, oh fuck, dude, I got I got this expense. I got this lease. I got this rent. I got yeah. I, it's it's like it's like oh, these man, things go like, over oh, people's head. Five hundred bucks. It's like and they're like, oh, is this even fucking worth it? And it's like I was like, if that's the mindset for you, then you're done. Then get out. Yeah. And go go get it. It's not just about the money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, then, like, that's that's not what's going to be about. Because don't get me wrong, like, when I first took over this business, I didn't realize, I never had, like, in the gym, the dollar the dollar numbers were much smaller. Oh, yeah. In this oh, business, yeah. it's bigger. And obviously, it's, it's, I, it's yeah, I, I'm, maybe I do, maybe I do an $80,000 a month. Great. 
But guess what? If I did an eighty thousand dollar month, okay, my my expenses for that month for inventory probably twenty five G's. My employee costs yeah. probably forty five hundred for that month. Um, insurance and my rent, like okay, it's like okay, well, maybe at the end of the day, like sure, like could I take home like ten thousand? Yeah, I could. Am I going to? No. But I'm that not slows down your long term. Yeah, it's like no, am I not going to? Because guess what? Maybe the next month I do fucking forty. Yeah. And, and then, then you're I in have trouble. All, I have still have all those expenses. Yeah. You know, so it's like that's what I think a lot of kids like that are getting into entrepreneurship. They they need to understand what comes with it. Because when I started, I was like, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. I, it's gonna be easy, and then you know, it's all, all, all these guys make a crap ton of money, and I and like it's like, but do they? And I'm like, I remember, I'm like, you know, seeing everything hit my account, and then I'm like, oh crap, I gotta pay all my bills. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I got credit cards of my expenses, and you yep. see that number go down, and I pay my employee. I'm like. Well, I worked for free this week. Yep, and and yeah, it, yeah. It's, you're pretty much like, oh, I can't take any of that because I need that for next week just yeah, in case. And, uh, it, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. Like, it's, it's like you just kind of scrape by here, scrape by there. And, like, yeah, eventually, like being small business owners, you know, you, you want to get to that point, but like. Yeah, and like you'll get there, but yeah. it's it's a matter of it's a, it's a matter of time. It's not if, it's when. Like, yeah. you will get there, but it's, it's a matter of you're willing to put the time in and pay yourself basically very, very minimal. Yeah, all if at all, you yeah. know, if at all, if oh, at yeah. all. I mean, it's like you know, I'll I'll budget a little bit here, but I'm like, yeah, because you know, workers there are just like you know, I, I get my paycheck, I'm gonna do whatever. I'm like, well, you see, I I'm not gonna give myself that much money because I want to get this, you know, I want to buy a shop, I want to buy a van, and I have to save it in the business as that. But so yeah, you have that front I'll focus. Myself, I'm like, you know, I'll eat like this this week. I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna eat out at all. So you know, at home I'm eating like. Whatever we got in the fridge. That I'm was like, me this week. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, we got a slice of ham and a, a little bit of cheese. <laughs> I'm like, point, like slap no. it on a plate, and that's what I'm eating yeah. for the day. I like, mean, I remember you, like you just mentioned earlier, you got to talk about food, dude. I was like, you might maybe you should budget an expense for uh, that meal prep company I use. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just saying, like you know, you but maybe budget two hundred bucks. Dude, yeah. just do the fucking crockpot yeah. chicken. That's no, the budget, easiest. Budget 200 bucks, dude. Order from these guys. They'll deliver yeah. it straight to you. All you got to do is fucking throw it in the microwave for three, four minutes, and boom, it's good. And I'll yeah. tell you this much. This is the best meal prep company I have ever used by far. Like, the food's good. It's not overly seasoned, so you can add, like, a couple of little seasoned spices to it. I mean, like, that might be your lifesaver for your work stuff, too, because, like, oh, yeah. you just budget out two, two fifty and just order 20, 30 meals. Yeah. You're pretty much fucking good. Eat two or three of those a day, and then maybe have like a protein shake and a protein bar from the gas station or something. First form meat yeah. stick, you know, whatever. You know, something <laughs> yeah. like you know, like I think like let's. I think we should sit down and I'll show you that. I'll give you that name, and and maybe you can budget that out for yourself as like an expense. Because yeah. like you still got to eat to work. Oh, you know what I mean. So, yeah, I forget it. Like me, I'm like I'm on the road constantly. And oh, I, dude, I mean, it's, food's my last thought. I'll, I'll be at the end of the day. I'm like. Shit, I haven't eaten it yet today. Yeah. I'm like, it's nine o'clock, and I'm like, yeah, fuck. I'm like, okay, I gotta eat something quick and yeah. go. And like, you know, especially being on the road all the time, being mobile, it's like, okay, well, what's around here? McDonald's, quick trip, and like, you know, even when I eat at McDonald's, you know, I'll do like no bun, just give me a, give me the, give me the fucking, patty. give me the burger, and that's all I eat. But yeah. it's like, you know, you don't have many options, and like, even at home, I'm like. You're yep. just going, so yeah. yeah. No, dude, I, I get I, it. it. It happens to me here all the time, dude. If all of a sudden I have a busy fucking day or I have a really good sale, like Black my Black Friday sale day, I think I ate twice that day. That was it. I think I ate breakfast and I think I ate dinner when it started to slow down, like in the evening time, like I because I was that busy and I was more. I was all my focus was on customers, making yeah. sure that they were taken care of, they were happy, they got all the knowledge they needed, um, asked all the questions that they needed. Like that's all I cared about. Like I, 
I get the same fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about myself. It's about you. Yeah, like, yeah. That it's way better for me now because used to, I I used to have a big eating problem with like, you know, I'll make sure I eat three meals a day and I'll have snacks in between. So like work has helped me cut down that a lot because I'm like you know I'm working I, I'm not worrying about food I'm not sitting at home yeah ready to eat because you know I love eating but yeah yeah so it's been I might have to do that yeah. well another way to get the way to close this out I mean like worst case scenario I cut it in two parts we go for yeah, another that's hour true. that's true well <laughs> I mean yeah I mean I, like I said like this is this is this is fun for me like on a Friday night because a like you know again you never know some young kid that is 19, 20 years old right now and he's just, he's thinking about getting into business and yeah. at least, like, granted, like, you know, I've, like, some of the stuff, advice, like, knowledge I've gotten too is actually from listening to Real AF. Yeah. And, and I'm getting, again, again, I'm, I'm doing, so glad I'm doing, I got I'm you doing, on that. I'm doing exactly <laughs> what he basically wants to do, what he wants out of that show is share it. Yeah. Share the show, share yeah. it, share the knowledge. I mean, so technically with this podcast, we're sharing it with another demographic. Maybe some of these guys listen to The Real AF, maybe some of them don't, but also we're passing that knowledge along. And it's, it's, it's through like, our own experience as well. It's yeah, like just yeah, copy yeah. Pasting. It's not, yeah. We're, we're not yeah. copy and paste because we are yeah. experienced as you know business owners ourselves. You know, we're young and realistically just kind of figuring it out and it's starting to maybe make make a little something. But still, we're still in that stage where we're not yeah. making a ton. No, you know, we're still our focus is on growing, 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 and trying to be better. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's why I don't know. Like some eighteen year old kid might be listening to that he might be thinking about getting into his own business of some sort, and. At least, now, at least now something. they fucking know. Like it's yeah. it's like sure, it isn't gonna be. You might not make a fucking barely shit for five years. You know that's because that's a, that's the mindset I had. Like when I bought this, I was like, I might maybe I won't make enough in five years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've made my mistakes in this business and overspent and bought things I probably shouldn't have. Fucking <laughs> AKA M five. But you yeah. know what? I took the opportunity because they were so rare to get and so hard to get. And I got a call from my guy and said, "You want it?" And I said, "Sure." Yeah. You know, so I fucking took it. You know, yeah. granted, it's for sale. In the end of the day, I'm probably not keeping it. I love the fucking thing. It's the probably one of the best cars I've ever had. But at the end of the day, like, I want a truck or an SUV of some sort. Yeah. I want a Trackhawk, TRX, Raptor. I don't fucking know. Something to just get you bu- get you by. Well, because it's like, I really don't want to sell my vet. Like, that's how much I fucking love that car. Like, I, I went, is I went, non-negotiable. I, yeah. I went and moved it for my buddy the other day because he's redoing his floors in his shop. Um, and I got in it. I mean, dude, that fucking, that thing's been on a, on a tender for... I don't know since end of, like end of October, yeah. and I fucking it fired right the fuck up, boom, like nothing. I was like, let her rip. And when I heard that sound again, I was like, oh, oh god, Chaz, I mean, Chaz, like, put it away. Like, yeah, man, put I might have made a mess of my pants in that car, man. You gotta a, get out of here. For I might have to have minutes. Lux come detail that stain <laughs> oh, out. Thank God it ain't video. I'm gonna have, oh. to have Lux come detail <laughs> yeah, that stain god. out because like I was like, nope, I can't fucking get rid of this thing. I was yeah. like, you know, granted, don't get me wrong, if I sold, I can always buy another one, but it's like this one is like. Perfect. It has yeah. all of the options I could possibly yeah. want on it, plus some. Yeah. And it's already modified. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I got a set of bead locks sitting in my fucking basement ready for it. And it's like, yeah. Hey, this gave me an idea. Have you considered uh, interior detailing? Because, you know, Chaz just gave me the idea of splooging everywhere. Have you thought about, like, you know, like carpet cleaning or anything like that? What do you mean? I do, I do that. Yeah. Is that not a business yeah. you already have? No. Oh. He's, he's coming I, to do I, that for I, my CS I, I, I do all that. Like, no, I mean, like, interior, like, houses and shit. Oh, no, oh, not that. that. There's not enough money in that. There's not enough money no, in that? Like, <laughs> I paid to have my house cleaned before, and it's like, it cost me like 300 bucks. Yeah, 300 bucks. But for a like, whole it's house. Like, it's like the whole thing. You know? But like, it's it's pretty much the whole fucking house. I mean, and granted, some of these cleaners, like, you know, won't clean your house. Like, won't clean certain areas if you didn't pick it up. Yep. Okay. You know, so like, 
Yeah, there's not really much money in it, no. and it, it, it would be more or less like a side hustle, aka yeah. like maybe you got your girlfriend in it or something like yeah. that, as an extra just form of income. Like if I was to do it, it'd be it'd be too much money. No one would pay my prices. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. you'd probably try. Like yeah. when people ask me if I do video, I'm like, fuck that. Like you know, that, there's a reason I'm paying GPP like fifteen fucking grand. Yeah. You know, like it's because yeah. I don't want to do it myself. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's but like, yeah, yeah, he's coming to do the details. Like, yeah, he's coming to do the interior of my car, my CS suit. And like, if this guy that is interested in buying it wants to buy it, I gotta have him. I gotta come. I want to. I told the guy I'd get the car fully detailed for him. He doesn't want me to ceramic coat it, so I said, okay, that's whatever. Yeah. I was like, that's fine by me. Fine by me. I was, oh, wow. I was like, I'll get a detail for you and put it on that shipping truck for you. And here you fucking go. Do at least get nice and clean. Yeah. You know, guys like you wash it often. You know, being in Minnesota, and I said, yeah, dude, I wash it like fucking two, three days a week. At least run it through and just get it fucking sprayed off. Yeah. You know, so everybody's like, oh, that's why I find all those. You're kind of making my car like hated in Minnesota a little bit because everybody's like, this one, they work that that salt. It's like. I was like, for fuck's sakes, it's been a couple months with some salt. I was like, it ain't going to fucking harm the fucking thing. Well, the dude, here's the thing. That car it ain't going to make 20 years. <laughs> dude, like, there's like, like the like, the, like there's so many, like, the, the parts that are on BMWs, like, the new ones at least, like, dude, there is so minimal metal on there that can rust. And guess what? That bitch would have to sit outside 24-7 for, like, the next two years yeah. to start seeing anything. It's, it's, it's like Arrow. Arrow drives his Hurricane in the wintertime. Yeah. And I'm like, what's on there to rust? What is going to rust on? Like, Who cares if it oh. does? That car's not going to make it 20 fucking yeah, years anyway. Exactly. And the whole fucking underside is panels. Yeah, it's it's like, like big. he's going to wash it after yeah, and put like, it back in his garage. Yeah, it's like, what, it's a couple grand? Dude, the next owner's going to enjoy it just the same. If it's rusted... Who cares? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. If I bought the fucking thing, like, I'm driving it. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I bought a fucking Lambo, for, or, you know, an LP610-4... I'm driving in the winter. I'll, oh, fucking, yeah. I'll, I'll get some Blizzax on. I'll, I'll fucking drive. Dude, you're about to throw winters on the vet, almost. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> if the CS sold and I, I couldn't find something to, to that I liked right off the bat, fuck yeah, I was going to throw snows on the vet. Fuck yeah. it. Go. You know, blizzard days. Maybe I don't drive it on a blizzard day, but like wow. on the on days like today and what yesterday. Days it's like roads dry? Yeah. yeah, maybe a little bit of snow here and there. Pfft, all day I'd fucking rip that thing. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I was like, at the end of the day, guys, it's a car. It's a material item. It's something that is is not gonna. You're not taking it with you when you die. No. You know, it's no. it's it's just a, it's just an enjoyment and it's it's a nice thing to have. Dude, yeah. that's my. This is something that's changed for me. Like, dude, like, okay, granted, the dude who drives the Koenigsegg in winter in Chicago, we've all seen that He's meme. A fucking beast. Awesome, that's a beast. Dude. That car isn't gonna rust. But I get it. You know, some of these guys, you know, with their five thousand dollars Subarus, it's like. That's all they have. I get that. But at the same time, don't judge other people for taking their stuff out. Like, oh, man, I have to store my Subaru for the winter. Okay, great. Store it. I don't yeah, care. I don't yeah. need to see it. You're not impressing me with it. Let people drive. Like, some people who also have a $5,000 Subaru, they'll throw some winters on and send it all winter long. I saw it at the big uh, MNCC meet. Yeah. Like, somebody brought their Subaru out. It's like, yeah, that guy's living. Like, that car's yeah. going to be rusted in five years. Yeah. But he got his enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean, that's like, I feel like I get judged all the time fucking driving a, driving a fucking M5 CS the winter. It's like, dude, it's... Yeah, there's too many day. guys of like, this is what I do, so this is what everyone has to do. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. The right way of doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. It's like, you should be storing that. And I was like, you know, it's it's got all-wheel drive. It's a fucking car. It's fine. I was like, snow tires on it. Dude, it's a I, different I, I experience. Clean, you clean it often. You get a deep, you make, you continue to clean. I mean, yeah, sure, you pay a little extra for the winter cleaning. Big fucking well. That's that's the risk you take when you're driving it. You, you and like it I said before, it's the next owner's problem. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm if it's keep, yours forever, you got your enjoyment out of it. Yeah, yeah you know, and kind of, I mean, we all know me. I don't keep shit forever. So. Right, next owner's problem. Fuck them. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not my problem. Right, I take pretty good care of my cars. Like yeah, I you do them. actually. I, I make, Outside of the vaping, I keep them nice. I keep them clean. You know, and it's like I don't know. It's like I go out of my way. I don't cheap out on shit. You know, Grant, dude, I had Lux come do my vet last summer. Oh my god, dude, he did a fucking sick ass job. I was hoping you said shitty job. I would have no, died. Dude, like, oh, fuck <laughs> no, dude, he did a good I fucking did, job. I did a full pain correction. Yeah, dude, page. it. My car looked so good. It looked. It stayed like that too. I mean, like. If it got a little dusty, I'd, I'd, like I'd, I'd want it. Is, dude, it, it was great. I mean, granted, it's got to get redone again because it's wrapped. It's got to have you know get done again, but that's well, we're fine. We I can't but. fucking wait until the rally because Lux Alec here is going to be joining us for the rally. I can't wait for you to detail and get all the confetti out of the cars. <laughs> all the confetti. He's like, later. fuck. Because the people understand. They're like, you you got to be clear with some of these guys because they don't get it. You'll be finding confetti until the bolts rust off that fucking car. Like, that's just how it goes. Uh, yeah. Well, dude, it's like uh, when we went out for Crown, we went to the Bonneville Salt Flats. Oh, dude, people are you still know, finding like, salt like, in their cars. Yeah, we, uh, we, 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 we brought the super detail. in. Yeah, we brought the super in for for uh, for just you no know, maintenance, oil change, shit like that. Yeah. And, like, we thought we got most of it off, but, like, when we got it up on the lift and they dropped the panel, and I was like, there was still, like, salt just cake. So, what do we do? Yep. Took the fucking uh, uh, air compressor yeah. and just psh, psh, psh. granted, you know, AJ got a little mad about that because it was all over the shop floor. So I, <laughs> I, I, we swept it up for him because he was like, hey. I was like, sorry, AJ, my man. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it was it was pretty fucked, dude. It was, but that was fun. A lot of people didn't even drive the salt flats, and I was like, you know, fuck this. It's an experience. Yeah, I was like, that's a very different it. experience when I've heard too. I was like, I'm doing it, dude. Do it. It was like, it was really weird, dude. Like some parts were like hard, like a fucking really road, dude. We were drifting out there. I was drifting the super out there. And then they had some parts that felt like snow, right? Dude, some parts that straight felt like fucking snow. Like I couldn't get traction for shit on the, yeah. the little mile run that you could do. I, mean, I still hit like 145, but I was like, it was a sketchy 145. Like, yeah, I was, like, I was like, that's what I've heard. I was like, I'm gonna spin out. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't. Dude, there was uh, one of the cars on the rally. I think he hit almost 200. I think he hit like 193. He got close. Uh, I think it was Rat's car in the RS3. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I he hit like so. 190. I was like, fuck, dude. Plus, man, he's a, he's, a, he's a beast of a driver as it is. But holy shit, he was cruising on it. Like, he went. Like, and he, he just pedaled all the way through it, dude. That was, it was impressive, honestly. It was. I'm just trying to stretch out. Don't mind me. Oh, man. I got put over here with this. Harris is getting prepared. He's working the street corner. He's getting prepared. Yeah, my butt's hanging off the, putting it all over your product. But uh, no, man, I think this is a pretty bang up podcast. This, this might be our best podcast yet, uh, you and I. But I think it might be uh, the most organized one I've had so far too, for sure. I think this is a, a good approach. But I think Alec was a fantastic guest too. Oh, hell yeah! I think uh, I think you have a way with your words. I mean, uh, in a seductive, pleasurable way. Yep. Uh, jokes aside, no, I I think. Uh, it's kind of cool to see where you and I have come these past three years. I, you know, yeah. where we were, you know, you used to be a should guy. I'm trying to get him out of saying fucking should all the time. You know, like, oh, that should work. No, stop saying should. Um, well, <laughs> I, I get why you said it. I, I, I still do it with some customers. It, it, it's like, I, I hope. It, I, Ideally. I only say should because I got six other people I'm waiting on. Yeah. Right, like, right, right. I'm like, they're like, does this day work? 
I'll let you know when this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy tell me, and then it should work. Right, just so. waiting the confirmation, you know, I'll yeah. check. But no, uh, I think this is a kick-ass podcast. Uh, you know, I think we covered a lot of topics, and yeah. well, you'll definitely be back. I mean, you oh, and I can ready. always cruise together. Yeah, we can talk for days. Oh, we could, yeah. I mean, this podcast, if it wasn't, that, that, that's kind of why I like why we, when we do it this late, because it kind of forces us to go, because we have to go to bed. <laughs> um so that's another reason that, you know, kind of keeps them reasonable. I'm not going to bed anytime. <laughs> you joining us for the gym tomorrow? Uh, I'm doing chess tomorrow, but I'll join you. We can do chess together. I mean, I'll, I'll, I might throw on some... Let's, let's play it after the podcast. Let's wrap this yeah. bitch up. Yeah, let's um, wrap this bitch up, yeah. but, you know... But, but uh, no, man, uh, and I completely forgot that you're a sponsor because, you know, throughout this podcast, I feel like I'm talking to friends, you know. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. Don't worry. You're covered still. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope so. But, uh, no, man, that's what I'm saying is, like, you know, these business relationships turn into friendships, and these friendships are kick-ass. So, uh, yeah, it's all about networking. And, uh, guys, I got to tell you this, though. I, if you guys need your car detail, I'll tell you, Lux, he does a good-ass job. Same with Tent. He did a... He did a good job. He did my a sick ass job yeah. on my uh, on my CS. Like he did a very very oh, good job. Quick story, fucking you didn't make a dime off of my tent, did you? I paid you a damn near full price and uh, the amount, dude. So this guy, I, make, I lost money on it. You lost money on Chaz's that too. Back, that my back window uh, was 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 fighting with him, but he he did get it, guys. And my front I, window, I, he had to redo it what eight times. Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> super happy. You know, he took the time and guess what? He went out of his way, came up to my house again, finished it. You know, it's like I, plus I think I went to your house like six times. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just on gas, was, you lost yeah. money. <laughs> just on gas. Yeah. So, so okay, let me close with this then. Um, get your shit tinted by the baddest motherfucker here in the Minneapolis area, because no matter what, he's going. Even if things are going horribly wrong, if he is sweating, if he is bleeding, if things are in agony, he will still make sure to get the job done this right. Even if you got shitty carbon bucket seats that are impossible to work on. Uh, like Chaz's M5. And that's too said, fat to fit inside, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, if you need to supplement your life, if you do need to get yourself some BCAA, some glutacore, some protein, whatever the hell you need, come or on down. Or nutritional help. Or nutritional help, man. If you just want to shoot the shit with either of these guys, more so Chaz because he's stuck in, a, stuck in the shop, uh, yeah. come on by. I mean, if you genuinely give a shit about or if you have plans for something, just come on by. Yep, Shoot yeah. the shit. I'll help you get that beach body. Yeah. You only need a beach body, man. As long as, not everybody needs to look like me. Okay, not like the perfect <laughs> specimen of Greek god. Uh, some people, they just want to be healthy and they just want to have yeah. a good life. Just get rid of some agony. Shit, even so, I've seen how many like 70-year-old people come in here and they get like the CBD gummies because their knees hurt less. Oh, Small little things like that that make your life better. But that's a whole yeah. other rant and this will be yeah. another hour-long podcast. Yeah. So with that said... Uh, thank you for everybody for listening, all six of you. Thank you. <laughs> or six million of you, I'll keep saying that. Alright, I guess I'm talking too loud. Shit's falling off the wall. So that said, uh, what a great way to end, and uh, listen to us next time. Yeah, thank you. you guys. Send in some questions if you have any. Alright, goodbye, Chaz.